your host, Reverend Bill M., brings us the devil's mischief, carnal comedy clips, netherworld novelty of numbers, brought to you by RadioFreeSatan.com. Episode number 679. Bill M. here with the devil's mischief on Radio Free Satan. This year, 2023, The Devil's Mischief turned 20. So in celebration of the show's 20th anniversary, I've decided to dig up some of the many past episodes of The Devil's Mischief. In the previous episode, I brought you all the tracks that were from the one-year anniversary episodes of The Devil's Mischief, Best of Blasphemy Volumes 1 and 2, they were called. And as I had said, I'd like to continue the 20th anniversary celebrations, not just do that with one episode. So I'm looking through some episodes from the past that have not been aired in many, many years. I've noticed, however, that whenever I've reached a certain anniversary of The Devil's Mischief, like five years or ten years, or maybe reached an episode that was a big round number, like 100 or 200 or 500, I not surprisingly used that as an excuse to do something special. So to me, this seemed like an easy place to start. Let's look at some of those episodes with the big round numbers. But uh, let's take a step back and look at The Devil's Mischief in general. I think when anybody does a podcast or a radio show or some other broadcast, there's always the question of what are you going to put in this next episode? If you have a radio show that covers a certain genre of music, for example, well, the answer, of course, is, well, I'm going to play some music or recordings of that genre. But uh, there can be so much to choose from, it's hard to know where to begin or where to continue. So what does a DJ do in this situation? Well, one simple answer is uh, you can think of a more specific theme. So for example, Halloween is coming up. Okay, play, you know, an hour of Halloween related music. Or this famous entertainer passed away. Okay, play some of that entertainer's tracks as a tribute. Maybe some interview clips and, you know, other commentary from fans. Are there a lot of songs with the same word in all the titles? Well, maybe you can put those together as a theme. Do a whole episode on rain songs or love songs or something. So, as with The Devil's Mischief, I have done many, many themed episodes of The Devil's Mischief. Which brings me to episode 100 of The Devil's Mischief. It was created in the summer of 2005, and this episode was quite simply a best-of episode, if you will, of various themed episodes I had done for The Devil's Mischief up until that point. And what I'm going to do for you now is just play you that original episode in its entirety, except for maybe the commercials. I'll change some of those, as I don't want to confuse listeners by playing ads for shows that, you know, maybe haven't been airing on Radio Free Satan for 15 years. And one final thing I would like to say, you will notice in this episode and maybe some others that I bring up for the 20th anniversary, that uh, my voice may sound different. And the same, the, the same thing sort of goes with almost any DJ or news personality when you hear recordings of them from years back. People even notice this with an animated series. So people will watch season one of The Simpsons and say, what the hell? This doesn't sound anything like Homer Simpson. Is it even the same voice actor? And why is he drawn so differently? Well, my answer to that is that people who do shows like The Simpsons, you know, they come in and do a voice, they come in and do a drawing, but they're not quite in the habit of doing a voice or a drawing the same way. And after a while, they get into some habit, and the changes from episode to episode are small enough that it is not very noticeable. But anyway, that's my long way of giving an excuse as to why I might sound different now than I did years ago. I've been doing this podcast thing for about 20 years, 20 years plus. I develop certain habits and rhythms and so on. Plus, I'm just 20 years older, so I'm inevitably going to sound older. Anyway, thank you for celebrating 20 years of The Devil's Mischief with me. I'm just going to shut up now and listen to how I described episode 100 back when I first recorded it. And yeah, you'll notice I recycled the intro style of episode 100 for later episodes, like the one I just played a couple weeks ago. Anyway, 
Enjoy this flashback to episode 100 of The Devil's Mischief as we celebrate 20 years of The Devil's Mischief. Hail Satan. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and hermaphrodites of all ages, welcome to episode 100 of The Devil's Mischief. Presenting the centennial hour of carnal comedy clips and netherworld novelty numbers, Radio Free Satan's own clown prince of hell, Mr. Bill M. Good evening to all of you Radio Free Satan listeners. This is Bill M. bringing you episode 100 of The Devil's Mischief. It seems like only yesterday I was trying to get the green light for episode number one and struggling to put it all together, but here we are. To those who thought I couldn't do it, well, go fuck yourselves. Now, those of you who are familiar with the show will know that among these past 99 episodes, there have been many episodes with themes. We've had the banana episode, the Star Wars episode, the drugs episode, the gay Eskimo episode, plus tacky Christmas specials, dedications to late great comedians like Rodney Dangerfield and Groucho Marx, and many other delightful themes. So let's take this hour to look back and listen to some of the highlights of these mini crazy theme episodes over the past few years. And to start the show, here is Cheech and Chong with a clip from episode 12, The Drugs Episode. And now it's time for America's favorite daytime fun show, Let's Make a Dope Deal. Yes, let's make a dope deal where young pushers try to parlay their stash into that really big connection and jump up into dealerhood. And our first contestant today on Let's Make a Dope Deal is former head of the philosophy department at Harvard University. He is the holder of a PhD, an MA, a BA, and is a BMF besides. Would you please give a big warm welcome for Bob Bitchin! Come on, let's have a hand for Bob Bitchin! Here he is, all the way from Harvard, Bob Bitchin! Well, it's really great to have you on the show tonight, Bob. How you doing? Bitchin'. Bitchin'. Well, isn't that far out and solid and right on, Bob? Tell us, Bob, here's the question I ask of all our contestants. What made you drop out? Well, a lot of people think it was a 400 acid trips they took, you know? Uh-huh, but what was it really, Bob? One day I played Black Sabbath at 78 speed, man. And then what happened? I saw God. You I've saw God. That, well, that sounds like true enlightenment to me, yeah, Bob. Yeah, uh, Tell us, Bob, what have you been doing with all those degrees? I noticed you had a PhD, an MA, and a BA. What have you been doing with all that knowledge? Making candles, man. <laughs> Making candles. Well, that sounds creative, Bob. What kind of candles are they? Oh, they're really neat table candles, you know. Table candles? Yeah, you pour wax on a table. Uh-huh. And you set it on fire, man. Well, that sounds like a hot item, Bob. Okay, you ready to play our game? Yeah. Man. Okay, here we go. Now, you know the rules. You get fronted with a stash of 50 keys, and you can wager part of them or just some of them on any one of our tests. 50 keys? 50 keys. Can I quit now? No, not yet, Bob. You have to play our game. Okay, Bob, how many want to wager on the first test? All of them. All of them is going to yeah, shoot yeah. the works or mainline, as we call it here on Let's Make a Dope Deal. Okay, Bob, for 50 keys, what is your name? You have 60 seconds. Hey, I know that one, man. Starts with a B. Uh, then what is it, man? I knew it when I came in here, man. <laughs> Ends with a B. Oh, don't tell me. Happy birthday. Ten seconds, Bob. Bob! 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 And you win 50 keys it. for the Tensions Mountain here on Let's Make a Dope Deal. How you get oh, boy, Bob. Now you have 100 keys. Almost did. Okay, here we go for the second plateau. How many keys do you want to wager this time? All of them. All of them hey, is going to shoot the works again, again huh? What balls he has. Okay, here we go, Bob. For another 100, 100 keys. keys. How many that. joints are in a lid? 30 seconds. Oh, I know that one. <laughs> Two. Okay. Two. Yeah. yeah, I rolled big joints. Our judges say that's okay. They rolled big joints, too. Big and you win another 100 keys. Boy, the pressure's building. Here we go, Bob. Okay. Okay, now we're going for the big and final test. Okay, in front of you, you see three doors marked door number one, door number two, and door number three. Number Behind three. one of those doors, He's Bob, three, is 50 man. pounds of Lebanese blonde hash. Whoa. Makes your eyes red just thinking about them, huh? Okay, Bob, I'm gonna make you do it. I'll give you $50. And 50 reds for your keys right now. Oh, take the reds. No, I'll give you $1,000 in 50 reds. I want the hash. He wants the hash. Okay, Bob, here we go. Now I must remind you that behind the other two doors are narcs. Okay, Bob, here we go. What'll it be? Will it be door number one, door number two, or... Or what? Narcs. There's two narcs behind the other. I'll take the bread, man. I'm sorry, Bob, it's too late. You have to choose. What'll it be? One, two, or three? Number three. Four. No, no, Bob, no, there's only no, three. No, no. <laughs> I know, you're, you're nervous. Okay. One, two, or three? 
two, one. Two, one. Oh, one. Number three, man. Number three. One, Three, two, one! Oh, oh, oh! Oh, oh! One, black light, no tap backs. Okay, you chose door number one. Let's see who's behind that door. It's Officer O'Malley, the FBI. You're busted! Join us next week when we play Let's Make a Dope Deal! Here's a secret, don't tell a soul I've been doing a bit of eavesdropping And this is what I overheard Only two days left for Christmas shopping Well, I get pissed, goddammit! I get pissed, you know? There's a lot of shit you have to put up with when you're driving Like red lights When did this shit start? I only noticed him about a month ago myself. And I'll be honest with you, I don't stop for him anymore. I tried it for about a week, didn't like it. Fuck him. I'm done! Hey! I got no time to sit there listening to the news. You know my motto in traffic, cop didn't see it, I didn't do it. I'm done! I'm done! Hey, I haven't hit anybody yet. I've had a few people behind me hit each other, but hey, that's not me, that's back there. Me, I'm gone. And I'm getting a whole lot better mileage. Especially in town. God damn, them sidewalks come in handy, don't they? Well, what are they gonna do if they catch me? Give me a ticket? You know, some people live in fear of getting a ticket. Ain't this a bitch? You know how to handle a ticket, don't you? You gotta be firm with the policeman. Be firm with the policeman. Policemen respect strength. While he's writing out the ticket, you gotta give him a bad look. Then when he's almost finished writing, reach over and snatch it out of his hands. Tell him you're gonna check it over for mistakes. <laughs> then after you read it, crumple it up and throw it at his feet. Say, fuck you and your ticket too. <laughs> you asshole in a hat. Can't you see I have enough garbage on the floor of my car already? Without another worthless piece of paper from the state? I got eight or nine of them fucking things floating around in here. Say, don't I pay your salary? They like that when you're interested in the state budget. You're a public servant. Get me a glass of water. You pinheaded prick! You're holding me up, Jack! I'm trying to get to a party! I got people waiting for me, man! I got a trunk full of heroin! Get the fuck out of my way, will ya? Get out of my way! Tell them it's your car and you do what you want with it. I own this car, I do as I please. I also own the highway, my taxes paid for that. They're both mine. I own the highway and I own the car. I own everything, goddammit! You'll be glad to hear that shit. That's what they like, people who know their rights. That way they don't have to read them to you on the way downtown. <laughs> to the maximum security penitentiary where you'll spend the rest of your life with no conjugal visits. Except from some big guy you don't want one from. Better hurry, better hurry, better hurry, hurry, hurry. Cause it's getting later every minute, better hurry. Better do your shopping without delay. So do your Christmas shopping right away. And shop at the store with the mic on the door. Shut your fucking face, Uncle Fucker. You're a cocksucking ass licking Uncle Fucker. You're an Uncle Fucker, yes it's true. Nobody fucks uncles quite like you. Shut your fucking face, Uncle Fucker. You're the one that fucks your uncle, Uncle Fucker. You don't eat or sleep or mow the lawn. You just fuck your uncle all day long. 
Incredibly lowbrow, but hey, that's why it appeared in the Devil's Mischief episode number 14, the crude episode. And goddammit, I still laugh every time I hear that tune. We started off the hour with Let's Make a Dope Deal from Cheech and Chong. That was, of course, from the Drugs episode. But since there was also a game show episode, I'd like to think of it as being in honor of both episodes. Also in that block were a couple of jingles from the Tacky Christmas special, along with a George Carlin clip from episode 77, the Cars and Driving episode. This is Bill M, and you are listening to episode 100 of The Devil's Mischief, and this is a special episode where we're taking a look back at some of the many themed episodes I created over the years. Now, 100 episodes is a lot to keep up with, especially since, unlike other comedy and novelty shows, I normally strive to bring you brand new hours every week with little to no repeats. In fact, I think for the first two seasons I managed to go without repeating any material. So how can you catch up on all of that great comedy and novelty? Well, how about through RFS2Go? It's Radio Free Satan's downloading and podcasting service, which lets you listen to your favorite Radio Free Satan shows whenever you want. Go to RadioFreeSatan.com and click on the RFS2Go link for more details. But that's not all, because RFS2Go offers an additional service that lets you dig into the RFS vaults, offering episodes of long past from The Devil's Mischief and many other Radio Free Satan shows. Do check it out. But pushing onward with episode 100 here, up next is a clip I've played twice before, so I think this is one of the very, very few clips that I've actually will have played on the show for a third time. And it's from episode 70, the Triumph the Insult Comic Dog special. And I'm now going to say the same thing I said the first two times I played this clip on the show. The reason I like this clip so much is that it makes fun of both the mundane hack kind of comedy and the other extreme that I equally tried to avoid, the overuse of blue humor to the point where it's all about being crude instead of funny. Which isn't bad in moderation, but unfortunately people have built an entire fad around the idea. So this definitely deserves to be played a third time here on The Devil's Mischief. Starring Robert Smigel and Horatio Sands, here is Triumph, the insult comic dog. I don't apologize for my comedy. I don't apologize for it. It harks back to a time of innocence. When blue comics all over the world recorded albums like these. Comics like Red Fox, you know, who who just gave it up for the audience. You know what I'm saying? And here's one of the true legends. The ancient, the overweight, the legendary Mr. Blue Comic himself, Stinky Faye. How do you like the show so far, Stinky? Well, it's a fun, always awesome to come and see the show. It's always fun. <laughs> but the kind of thing I like to see yes. is more that stuff like Mother Teresa getting a potato up a cunt. <laughs> I was getting to that. I was getting to that. <laughs> I mean, that's the kind of thing we used to do back in the day. <laughs> back in the day. When she was a teenage girl. <laughs> yes. That little bitch. Yes. She was hot. Oh, really hot. She didn't wear all that shit on top of her head. That blanket. She just wore a little, little thing on the back. Everything's really nice. not as good as it used to be. Oh, my God. Especially the comedy nowadays, yes? Oh, tell me about it. These punks with the these, observational oh, shit. These young them. punks. They go on a bus, they see something, they go, Oh, I'm gonna talk about it on stage. Oh, fucking bullshit! 
You ever notice this and that? Oh, look at me. I have eyes. I can see things. Yeah. Fuck them. Fuck you, assholes. We got eyes, too. Show offs with the eyes. These young punks, I hate that one, the, the kid, what's his name? The, oh, uh, that fucker, that the, the George, lit- George Carlin. Yes. That fucker. That kid, and then that other punk, I, he's, oh, I've got crust good. around my butt all the day. Put one. the suede shoes. What's it, Robert Klein. Robert Klein. <laughs> that, oh, these fucking kids. And that David Brenner. Oh, boy. Oh, you have noticed me for Oh, yes, those punks, the Bob Newhart. <laughs> Young scrap. They got... see something and they go, oh, I'm gonna tell you what I saw. Fuck that bullshit! <laughs> you said that already, but it's true. <laughs> what are we going to do? We got something prepared, folks, to let you know just how we feel about the comedy. Yes? Yes. A, a special new song with lyrics by the late uh, Sammy Khan who came out of death to write them for us. Very nice, what a gentleman. Here we go. Do you ever notice? Yes. The way you lose a sock? You ever notice? That blinking VCR clock? You ever notice? The crappy food on a plane? You ever notice? How cabbies have funny names? You noticed? Yes. There's so many Starbucks. Woohoo! The new kind of comedy sucks. You have to work blue, blue. That's what you do. Throw in a shit or a piss or a poo and work blue, blue. All the pros knew. Back in the old days, everyone knew. Hey, doctor! Yeah? Every time I drink coffee, my eye hurts. Well, stop sucking your father's cock! You have to work blue, blue, that's what you do. These people didn't pay to see Gaga Go, you ever notice? All these cops, they eat donuts. You ever notice? McDonald's pies are hot! You ever notice? Oh, there was two Darrens! Ah, fuck off! You ever notice? How every trailer begins in a world. world. (laughs) 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 You ever notice? Whatever happened to wit? Enough of this faggoty shit. You gotta work blue, blue. That's what you do. Serve him up a big bowl of spaghetti stew and work blue, blue. You got three months to live. <gasps> I want a second opinion and a round up my ass so I can jerk off while you suck your father's cock. <laughs> you have to work blue, blue. That's what you do. It's absolutely, positively, shittingly true. Waiter. Yes, mother. <laughs> What's this fly doing in my soup? Monsieur? Let me take a look-see. Looks like that fly there is doing the backstroke. Fucking shit, cock and cuntity, 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 fuck, fuck, baby, fuck, fuck,
Dad, it's 2.15. I'm going to sleep. You have to go to work. You'll have to walk. And that is the most disgusting, absolutely disgusting recording I have ever heard in my life. If anybody of importance had to call you, I, I, I'm just totally disgusted. Rodney! Rodney, I've been looking for you. What are you... You're drinking, man. What's wrong? It's Laverne, Sam. Laverne. She drives me nuts. You know how much I love her, Sam. You don't know what I go through. Every guy I meet, I mention her name, it rings a bang. Well, last week I caught her with the mailman. What did she say about that? She told me not to tell the milkman. Rodney, there's plenty of women around. Ah, uh, Sam, you know me. With girls, I don't think right. Rodney, you gotta learn. Women are just little girls. You gotta treat them like little girls. That's why you have to put them over your knee, pull up their dress, and spank them. Uh, I tried it with Laverne, Sam. It didn't work, you know. I put her over my knee. I picked up a dress. I forgot I was mad at her. Uh, listen, let's, let's get out of here. Let me take you home. Uh, I'm waiting for the piano player, Sam. He plays torch songs. He'll make me feel better, you know? Hey, wait a second. I can play those songs. Torch songs? Yeah, I can play those songs. Yeah. What are buddies for? I can cheer you up, Rodney. Oh, thanks, Hold on, Sam. Right thanks. There. thanks. Oh, yeah. I would like to sing a song for my buddy Rodney, whose girl Laverne broke his heart and let him down. But what Rodney doesn't know, he's got every reason to feel so low. Because Rodney, she fucked everyone in this fucking town. <laughs> you fucking whore! You used Rodney! You never loved Rodney! Remember when Rodney went to the ball game? You had your own ball game! You fucked the whole fire department! You were the fire, you fucking bitch! They had to use your fucking hose! Oh yeah, you fucked the butcher because you said he had the biggest salami in town! I know all about you! Oh yeah, you read Moby Dick because you thought there was dick in it! It was the only book you ever read and you ended up sucking the butt! Oh, I was his best friend, you sucked my dick! And if I felt guilty, how come you didn't feel guilty? Because you don't feel anything, you fucking whore! Oh, oh, you ought to die! Die, you fucking bitch! Thanks, Sam. I feel much better. The whole firehouse. I got a Dalmatian there, too. I'm feeling mighty lonesome. Haven't slept a wing. I walk the floor and watch the door And in between I drink black coffee Love's a hand-me-down Slow the moons go Well, I do pour my coffee Since the blues caught my eye I'm hanging out on the bed Much heart to fight Black coffee 
It's driving me crazy This waiting for my baby say ape shit the guy went ape shit <laughs> Jesus he was ape shit that guy same with bananas the guy was bananas he went bananas bananas is ape shit think about it man nice words take care of you George Carlin with a little excerpt from episode 96, the banana episode. I can't believe how well received that episode was. I thought, well, I'll just throw this ridiculous thing together. Not much stand-up comedy, so I don't know how well received it will be, but... But no, goddammit, it turned out to be one of the most popular episodes of The Devil's Mischief. Anyway, also included in that block was a clip from the Rodney Dangerfield special, as well as my personal remix of Julie London singing Black Coffee, which I made exclusively for the coffee episode. And that disgusted answering machine message you heard was taken from the Purging Talon Vaults disc, a disc generously featured on episode 21 of The Devil's Mischief dedicated to Purging Talon Publishing's 10th anniversary. This is Bill M, and you are listening to episode 100 of The Devil's Mischief. I could have done yet another Best of Blasphemy like I did for the one and two year anniversaries, or I could have just selected something else at random, but instead... This hour I'm bringing you comedy and novelty selections from some of the many themed episodes we've had in the past on this show. One of those themed episodes was the backmasking episode, because people are always claiming some connection between albums played backwards, subliminal messages, and Satanism that I figured, hey, why not have fun with this stupid association? And from that backmasking episode, here is Bill Hicks. Like this Judas Priest trial, did you follow this? You know the story? Two kids, big fans of Judas Priest, listened to this album and then went out and killed themselves, and the parents sued the band Judas Priest. Okay, first of all, two kids, big fans of Judas Priest commit suicide. Wow. Two less gas station attendants in the world. I don't want to sound cold or anything, but uh, we didn't lose a cancer cure here. And hey, most stations are self-service now anyway, so we save them a long, troublesome job search. But they tried to prove there were subliminal messages on this album telling you to kill yourself. Now, I may be naive, but uh, what performer wants his audience dead? I'm having trouble with the whole fucking theory. What are these guys in the band doing? I'm fucking sick of it. I am fucking sick of it. I'm sick of the touring. I'm sick of making $400,000 a fucking night. I'm sick of the free drugs, the free booze, and the groupies blowing me down to fucking dust. I'm in a rut and I won't out. We got all those concerts coming up. I know it sucks. Unless... Ian, Nigel, come here. I just had a fucking idea, man. What if, Ian, what if, let's just say, what if... Open your mind real wide now. What if we kill the fucking audience? Could I go back to my day job? I could sell shoes again. Just doesn't make a lot of sense when you talk it through. But every few years, these little, they try and nail rock and roll. Remember this shit? You play certain rock albums backwards, they're satanic messages. Don't go ruining my stereo to prove a fucking point either. Come here, come here, listen. Hear that? Listen. Hey, cut it out. That's brand new, man. What the fuck are you doing? No, shut up. Listen real close. Can you 
hear that? It's crystal clear. <laughs> Satan is Lord. Satan is Lord. It's like he's in the room. Ruiner of stereos, destroyer of needles. Because, listen, I got an idea. It's time to make a bold admission, all right? Because for the last 10 years, we've seen the rise of conservatives and fundamentalists and other forms of fascist, okay? Who try and tell us what to believe and what to think. I got a bold admission if you're one of those people. You ready for it? They say rock and roll is the devil's music. Well, let's say that we know for a fact rock and roll is the devil's music. And we know that it is for sure, okay? At least he fucking jams. If it's a choice between eternal hell and good tunes or eternal heaven and new kids on the fucking block... I'm going to be surfing on the lake of fire, rocking out. But you know, if you play New Kids on the Block albums backwards, they sound better. Gives them that edge they're missing, you know? Put some hair on their balls. The Metro, your home for the 80s. From New Wave, post-punk, and other hits from the 1980s. Join me, Reverend Jeff Ivins, only here on RadioFreeSatan.com. Hail Satan. This is Reverend Gene, the host of Vox Satane, exclusively on Radio Free Satan. Join me every week as we indulge in the classical side of music spanning the past 1,000 years. Vox Satane has already featured over 700 composers covering medieval, baroque, classical, romantic, and contemporary music, including chant, choral, opera, keyboard, and orchestral music, with composers ranging from Gluck to Gilmore, Bach to Bellevance, Talis to Taverner, and Paganini to Perth. Get your weekly recommended dose of classical music right here on Vox Satane, only on Radio Free Satan, with me, Reverend Jean. Hail Satan! I'm Clint Mephisto. I got a PBR on one hand, a microphone on the other. That's right, cowboys, cowgirls, psychos, cool cats, and kitties. It's a world famous shit kicking road show here on Radio Free Goddamn Satan. The shit kicking road show, the finest in rockabilly, psychobilly, vintage country, swamp rock, surf rock, do wop. Shit kicking road show, Radio Free Satan. What is naturism? The history practices and other aspects of living a clothing-free lifestyle. All on the Naked Satanist, hosted by warlock Jeff Ivins.
Who that Clinton? She ain't helping Clinton. There's no fucking hope in that guy. They're all the same. I'll show you politics in America. Here it is, right here. I think the puppet on the right shares my beliefs. I think the puppet on the left is more to my liking. Hey, wait a minute. There's one guy holding up both puppets. Shut up. Go back to bed, America. Your government is in control. Here's Love Connection. Watch this and get fat and stupid. By the way, keep drinking beer, you fucking morons. Oh, what was it? Yes, yes, yes. So, Star Wars, I mean, they're the Death Star. Death Star is a very, almost like a New York name. The Death Star. It gets to the point. What's that star? It's the Death Star. What does it do? It does death. <laughs> it does death, buddy. Get out of my way. You with your centiliters and your milliliters. Your fucking combine harvesters. Sporadic love. That was. It's like I've gone in and removed some of your entrails. Ish. You know. Anyway.
Eddie Izzard with one of my personal favorite comedy clips and one that was featured on the Star Wars episode. We also heard Bill Hicks with one clip from the backmasking episode and one from the politics and elections episode. I don't play much political humor on this show and well I think that Bill Hicks clip just nicely sums up some of the reasons why. Also in that block was Consortium of Genius with Death to the Angel of Death. Why that song? Well, because not only did The Devil's Mischief have a heavy metal episode, and not only did The Devil's Mischief have a death episode, but I even had one episode way back in the first season where I had the opportunity to interview the Consortium of Genius. Who or what is the Consortium of Genius? Go to consortiumofgenius.com to find out. This is Bill M, and speaking of websites, you can go to www.devilsmischief.com to see a list of everything I've played on the show before, as well as read some general information about this show, because for those of you who haven't heard yet, this is episode 100, and I'm playing some selections from the many themed episodes I've created over the past few years. And one of those themes was Groucho Marx. In fact, there was a two-part Groucho Marx special here in The Devil's Mischief, which made up episodes number 59 and 60. One hour was simply not enough to represent one of the greatest, if not one of the most satanic comedians of our 20th century. From the movie At the Circus, here is Groucho Marx singing his signature song, Lydia the Tattooed Lady. My best friend! What's your name again? Loophole. Glad to know you. It's your pleasure. Ah, this meeting brings back memories. Childhood days, lemonade, romance! My life was wrapped around a circus. Her name was Lydia. I met her at the World's Fair in 1900, marked out in 1940. Ah, Lydia! She was the most glorious creature under the sun. Dice! Dubarry! Gobble! Rolled into one. Oh! Lydia, oh Lydia, say, have you met Lydia? Lydia the tattooed lady. She has eyes that folks adore so, and a torso even more so. Lydia, oh Lydia, that encyclopedia. Oh Lydia, the queen of tattoo. On her back is the Battle of Waterloo. Beside it, the wreck of the Hesperus too. And proudly above waves the red, white, and blue. You can learn a lot from Lydia. <laughs> When a robe is unfurled, she will show you the world If you step up and tell her where For a dime you can see Kankakee or Paris Or Washington crossing the Delaware Oh, Lydia, oh, Lydia, say, have you met Lydia? Lydia, the tattooed lady when our muscles start relaxing Up the hill comes Andrew Jackson Lydia, oh Lydia, that encyclopedia Oh Lydia, the queen of them all For two bits she will do a mazurka in jazz With a view of Niagara that nobody has And on a clear day you can see Alcatraz You can learn a lot from Lydia and see Buffalo Bill with his lasso. Just a little classic by Mendel Picasso. Here is Captain Spaulding exploring the Amazon. Here's Godiva but with her pajamas on. Here is Grover Whalen unveiling the Trilon. Over on the west coast we have Treasure Island. Here's Najinsky doing the rumba. Here's her social security number. Oh, Lydia, oh, Lydia, that encyclopedia. Oh, Lydia, the champ of the world. She once swept an admiral clear off his feet. The ships on her hips made his heart skip a beat. And now the old boy's in command of the fleet. For he went and married Lydia. I said Lydia. We said Lydia. I said Lydia. We, we said Lydia. Lydia. La, la. Um, there's dick jokes on the way. Please relax. <laughs> oh, this guy better have some good dick jokes. I'll tell you that, honey. I mean, this guy better have a big, long, purple vein dick joke to pull himself out of this comedy hole. 
throw down the big purple vein dick and I crawl out of it and that's going to be the joke at the end. <laughs> oh, hey, the clown got to laugh. Cool. Then there were the cliches. Lazy language. But we had answers for those cliches, man. Kids had answers for those cliches. We didn't get to deliver them, you know. No sense getting the shit beat out of you every day. Well, we had answers. The most popular and used child's answer that went on, I think, without the parent hearing it, was, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I don't know, I'm saving. No, thinking out loud, I guess. Hey, you want to really make a friend to your parents? Contradict them in front of their friends. Oh, they love that. Wrong, ma! Don't you ever contradict me in front of my friends. It didn't matter what they said, we had an answer. Don't you understand English? Not fully, no. <laughs> How many times do I have to tell you? Six. <laughs> Five. Thought you were looking for information, huh? Don't talk back to me. teaching me a language, aren't you? You're telling me no more practices. I'll wash your mouth out with soap. I'll blow bubbles out my ass. <laughs> you just wait until your father gets home. Hey, hot shit, that motherfucker never comes home. Thanks, man, I'll see you later. I'll be back for a week. It was one last cliche. Not everyone got to hear it, but it was out there. I have tried to be both a mother and father to you. Go fuck yourself. That's the thanks I get. That's the thanks you get. Sounds like a bum deal. I love to smoke. I love to smoke and I love to eat red meat. I love to eat raw fucking red meat. Nothing I like better than a sucker down a hot steaming cheeseburger and a butt at the same time. I love to smoke, I love to eat red meat and I only eat red meat that comes from cows who smoke, okay? Special cows they grow in Virginia with voice boxes in their neck. Mm! I tried eating vegetarian. I feel like a wimp going into a restaurant. What do you want to eat, sir? Broccoli. Broccoli's a side dish, folks. Always was, always will be, okay? When they ask me what I want to say, what do you think I want? This is America. I want a bowl of raw red meat right now. Forget about that. Bring me a live cow over to the table. I'll carve off what I want and ride the rest home. Dum -da -da -dum -da -da -dum. I'm going to open my own place. Open my own restaurant and get away from you people. I'm going to open my own restaurant with two smoking sections, ultra and regular, okay? And we're not gonna have any tables or any chairs or any napkins, none of that pussy shit, just a big wide open black space. And all we're gonna serve is raw meat right on the bone. And only men are gonna eat their naked men sitting around a big giant campfire. And no men's room either, you have to piss you, mark your territory like a wolf. And if some guy has a heart attack from eating too much meat, fuck him, we throw him in the fire. More meat for the other meat eaters, yeah! Cause you gotta have goals. Because everybody in this room knows everybody who's quitting me. You don't have that friend who's quitting it. You know what I mean? The guy's quitting everything. I quit smoking, I quit drugs, I quit drinking, I quit meat, and I feel good. I get up in the morning with a nice big bowl of oak bran, I go to the bathroom for three and a half hours. 
I have another bowl of oat bread. I go back in the bathroom for six more hours. All I do is eat and shit. I'm going to live forever. My colon is the strongest muscle in my body right now. I could pass Elvis through my colon right now. And all these cereals they have, crackling oat bran and horkin fiber chunks, you know. Cereal used to come with free prizes, now it comes with a free roll of toilet paper in every box. Guys get up on Sunday morning, forget about the New York Times, I'm gonna need the Bible, I got a big one brewing here. Dad, there's a phone call, I'm on Genesis, goddammit. You tell them to call back after the creation. People checking their own feces for fiber, you have too much free fucking time on your hands, okay? Red meat, white meat, blue meat, meat, oh, fucking rama, you will eat it. Because not eating meat is a decision, eating meat is an instinct. Yeah, and I know what it's about. I don't want to eat the meat because I love the animals. I love the animals. Hey, I love the animals too. I love my dog. He's so cute. My fluffy little dog. He's so cute. There's the problem. We only want to save the cute animals, don't we? Yeah. Why don't we just have animal auditions, line them up one by one, and interview them individually? What are you? I'm an otter. And what do you do? I swim around on my back and do cute little human things with my hands. You're free to go. And what are you? I'm a cow. Get in a fucking truck, okay, pal? But I'm an animal. You're a baseball glove. Get on that truck. I'm an animal. I have rights here. Here's your fucking cousin. Get on the truck, pal. We kill the cows to make jackets out of them, and then we kill each other for the jackets we made out of the cows. You will eat the meat, folks, because this country was founded on two things, meat and war. You eat enough fucking meat, you want to kill somebody. That's the way it works. That was the ultimate American dream for me during that Persian Gulf War. I was sitting in my living room naked with a can of Budweiser and a three-inch steak watching the war live on TV. I had a six-foot erection with a giant cheeseburger on the end of it. I ate so much meat during the war. By the time it was over, three weeks later, I was like, no, 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 we, we need to keep fighting. Make a couple of stops on our way home from the Persian Gulf. First stop, Vietnam. Surprise the fuck out of those people, huh? Did you make a movie? Not this time, pal. Personally, I think Mama Cass said it best when she said, All the leaves are... Monday... Dennis Leary with a clip from the food episode. You also heard Lydia the Tattooed Lady from the Groucho Marx special, George Carlin with a clip from the children's episode, and Bill Hicks with a clip from episode number 69, which of course was the sex episode. This is Bill M, and you've been listening to episode 100 of The Devil's Mischief. Triple digits. I can't believe I've made 100 of these things. But I have to talk fast because there ain't much time left. I just want to say that most of what drives me to do this show is a love for hilarious comedy as well as novelty, that uncommon music that just doesn't take itself so seriously. But the other thing that really keeps me motivated to crank out more and more shows is knowing that people out there are listening and enjoying this show too. As I'm sure all of you know, we Radio Free Satan DJs do not get paid a cent for what we do every week. It's a labor of love for us. In fact, I've actually spent a lot of money just doubling the size of my comedy collection so that I, I would have like more material to play for the show. Of course, it was worth it, but uh, any money we do get basically goes to paying the internet bills for our main server and the other costs of running an online radio station. Again, it's a labor of love for us DJs. But I'm not here to complain. What I'm trying to say is thank you to everyone who has made the effort to tune into this show and send me emails. Thank you for your support over these years. You know who you are. Actually, I will complain about one thing, because getting the show off the ground was a real bitch, because initially we weren't allowed to play any recordings from major record labels. So that basically meant I couldn't play the majority of comedy stuff I owned. Then Heavy Metal Memories came to RFS and I realized, oh, they lifted the band on those kind of recordings. So I pitched a show idea, but this was back before RFS had its rotating schedule. 24 hours in a day, 7 shows, one of them was a 2 hour show, so all the slots were booked. Our original program director tried his damnedest to figure out a way to rotate the schedules and let me in. A few months passed, and I was filling out questionnaires and jumping through other hoops that they were throwing at me, but then Honey Hellfire decided to drop her show from two hours down to one hour. And that gave me the slot. Quick, Bill, give us that pilot episode we told you to rework and rework and rework. We did, of course, eventually get to the rotating schedule, and like now, they only gave me a minority of days of the week, but I digress. But that was the start of The Devil's Mischief. Well, just about. I fucked up on the MP3 tags of my first uploaded show, thanks to Winamp's quirky nature, so the debut episode ended up 
closing people's connections every time it came to the end of a clip. It didn't matter anyway because no publicity or any other announcements of the show ever came about. But hey, I say this just all to reinforce the point of how great it is to be here and now giving you episode 100. And again, I thank those of you who have tuned into the show over the years and enjoyed what I had to share. And now I'd just like to leave you with this last clip, which doesn't come from any particular themed episode, but it's just another one of my personal favorites. And uh, when I proposed this show to the RFS staff way back when, Reverend Chris X said, Okay, a comedy show, that's fine. Just don't play any Neil Hamburger, because I play Neil Hamburger on my show. Well, I kept to my word up until episode 38, and that's when we suddenly had to revert to playing independent label music. At least for a time being, Heavy Metal Memories had to take a sabbatical, and I was running low on funny stuff I could play, so I emailed Reverend Dex and said, Do you mind if I play some Neil Hamburger? Please, I'll plug your show. And he said, Oh, sure, go ahead, Bill. So here's Neil Hamburger with one of my absolute favorite comedy pieces, and one of several where he crank calls a pizza place. Thank you for listening to episode 100. Hey, let's go for 100 more. Until then, hail Satan. I was wondering if you could make a special order of pizza. I'm on a diet. I need a... Oh, see, I'm weighing right now about 350, but I'm down from about 550. I don't understand. Where are you at? I want a pizza with a low calorie, you know. A low calorie? Because I weigh fucking 350 pounds. I can't be eating a bunch of grease, you know what I mean? There ain't no room for that in my life no more, right? Yeah, you're right, man. Well, you know what I wanted to do, if you could help me out, or maybe if you got a piece of, you know, the pizza cardboard there that you put the pizza on? I just want you to make the cardboard as the crust. Put the tomato sauce on that circular piece of paper and just put some, maybe a little bit of low-calorie, phony, artificial paper cheese or something and get that thing cooking up so it's real good and hot. Then I'll come down there in my wheelbarrow. I got a couple of naked boys that wheel me bear everywhere I want to go and get that pizza and shove that thing down my throat and give you my American Express card and you can just write yourself the ticket to Hollywood. Wow. Yeah, I just want a cardboard pizza, basically. Because you know what I found? As far as my bowel movement goes, hmm. if I eat the flour, I get real constipated. Whereas I eat the cardboard, it just... You learn all this at? What's that? Did you go to school for this? Did I go to school for this? Yeah, that's a I went to. Story. I went to school. I graduated from Yale. Oh, Yale. 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 No, not Yale. Yale. Did you know... Y-A-O-O. What? Did you meet Ted? Ted? Yeah. That fat fucking hog, Tad. No, I didn't meet that fucking pinhead. Yeah. I weighed 350 pounds. Wow. What that's do you... big. That's big, man. Yeah, it's real big. You know what the girls think of that? Well, they... they like it. Oh, they do, huh? Oh, they like the big fucking belly and the big old fucking 25-inch dick. Yeah, manana. Manana? This is Italian restaurant, not a Mexican restaurant. Listen, I'm I'm all kidding aside. Let's get down to business. Yeah. I've been drinking, and I want some pizza to cut the fucking alcohol intake, you know. And I'm willing to pay and get my boys to wheelbarrow me down to your nice old establishment to get that pizza stuffed down my fucking throat. Tell me what you want, and uh, let's cut up that shit now, you know. Oh, whoa, buddy. You know, let's no. down this, uh, all this uh, line, and uh, let's talk about business. You want to talk about business? Business and food. Business and food. How's business? Pretty good. How's the food? Not so good, I hear. Oh. Not at your place. Your place, I hear, is real good pizza. Okay. Uh, see, I wouldn't have been 525 pounds if I didn't know a little bit about food. You know what I mean? Okay. But when I was eating... I'm busy, no, I can... no, I was mostly eating onion rings, though. That's okay. where I gained all the weight on my... Time, okay? My buttocks are onion rings, man. 